Word, what up? What is good, Mr. Glass? Chilling. You look so excited, man. Yeah. It was a long weekend. You know, getting ready for the holidays. Wifey got me doing all kind of, you know, just... What they call that a honey a honey, honey do list? You got a, a honey, honey do, list? do man. It's like, do you even get the honey after all these years of marriage? It's just like it's just a do list. Uh, I still get, get the honey. You get sweet talk a little I, bit, a little bit. You know, okay. get, get a meal. You know, I say get a yeah, meal in my belly. That you counts. Know. Yeah, you know. If you do this, I will throw down the most crazy <laughs> meal. <laughs> you know, I got you. You know. Get yeah. the oh, you need a beer, babe. Oh, Man, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You she know, be pumping you up. <laughs> <laughs> Get you to do some, you know, got be hanging pictures and fixing stuff, and you know, getting ready for having people over for the holidays. Yeah, that's real. I'm you know. supposed to be dipping for Alabama tomorrow. Oh, okay, because it's on a Thursday. I could be forgetting. Yeah. See, I didn't. I was. I was wondering if we were recording today because I. I didn't know if you were leaving or not. Yeah, I'm leaving. I just was. I was on the fence for a second. Like, should I do it? Mm. Well, but then I was like, you know, I can record it and drop it anytime. I don't have to. Right. Stay up and edit it and do all that stuff tonight. I can right. drop it whenever. But uh, yeah, we here. Mm-hmm. It worked out, man. Uh, you know, it's a quiet day in the hood out here. You can see ain't nobody out. Nah, it's too <laughs> cold, man. <laughs> It is like the cold weather is is not your friend. No, no, no. It's it's, it's grim out there. I went out there today, and I had on a uh, long john shirt, mm-hmm. but not long john pants. Uh huh. You felt the difference mm. <laughs> immediately. Immediate, bro. Like I was like, ooh, this is different. Yeah, this Col- is, it's that Columbus, man. Yeah, like that. Some guys was cutting down some branches in my backyard, and they was just out there thugging it out. Mm-hmm. I was looking out the window, and I got hyped. Like, oh, let me go out there with these brothers, and you know, nah, man. they got car, they car hearted <laughs> up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, like right. they, they prepared. It was a little different for yeah. me. I'm like, how are y'all so comfortable out here? <laughs> yeah, they, they prepared for that. I pretended that my phone rang. <laughs> Went back into the crib. Real back into the crib. I'll be back, fellas. Oh, let me grab. I got. I got. I got to take this. I got to take this. Gotta take this real quick. I straight up lied. I pretended my shit rang. Like, yeah, man. I'm a, <laughs> my body was like, go inside. Immediately. Yeah. 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 It was not cool. Not cool. But yeah, we here, man. I've been. I've been working on the uh, Super Duty Tough Work website. Ah. I'll have you know. Ah. And uh, that shit is coming at the beginning of next year i think nice so uh looking buttery it's going to be buttery buttery mm. soft it's very smooth <laughs> streamlined word. inefficient word for our peoples man but you know here we are you know it's, uh thanksgiving week man and uh today what i think we're going to talk about is a tweet i made the other day uh, i saw you saw that i saw the tweet was about networking and building relationships the difference the difference i think my tweet was something along the lines of less networking more relationship building Mm -hmm. and to me and to some people who kind of i'll say have had this discussion before we understand that they're not synonymous no and networking is something that's different than building relationships but so some cats were asking like yo what's the difference what do you mean by that blueprint mm-hmm. and i thought this will make a dope episode yeah we should dive into this yes because there is a very big difference yes i will honestly say i've never networked in my life yeah i usually build relationships I, to my knowledge like i've never been like i'm gonna go there and network right but i have great relationships yeah because a lot of people that consider themselves networking with me i only yeah. talk to them that once and <laughs> that's that's one of, we're gonna get into that today and then it's like you know if i see you on the street again it's like what's up you know what i mean right you start all over you again. start all over again all over again all over again right and so uh we're gonna talk about why that is today and what the differences are between networking and building a relationship 
and we'll be right back. Where? We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. On some, on some cool shit, my mom was like, hey, you know, I don't know if I'm going to do a lot of cooking for Thanksgiving this year. You should cook. And I was like, oh, work? You know, I can't really cook. She's you like, really no. want me to do that? She's like, I've actually, you know, you've been doing all right the last couple times you came down. You know okay. what I mean? So, you know. That's dope. I was like, you know, I cook lighter stuff. She's like, yeah, that would be cool. They're going to be with three, four of us anyway. So I'm like, okay. I might get busy. I yeah. might see what I can do. Yeah. You know, I've never scaled my meals to right, like right, right. family, you know, levels, but we'll see. Yeah. I'll keep you posted. It'll be my first Thanksgiving, actually. Oh yeah, being handed the reins. I'll be nice. It'd be nice to know how that goes. <laughs> it better not be no disaster. No, nah. like traumatized. Like they hated that shit. <laughs> we got an argument after argument. What is this? <sighs> this ain't Thanksgiving. <laughs> this is asparagus, mom. Right. What is asparagus? We don't come here to eat healthy, mom. <laughs> we don't come here Do for not asparagus. Let him cook again. Worst Thanksgiving ever. Oh uh, man. I hope that don't happen. Uh, that's hilarious <laughs> oh man okay the podcast we're back yeah back in the place okay relationships mm. building relationships versus networking so before we get into this list i want to i want to talk for a quick second because this why is this conversation necessary it's very necessary this conversation is necessary because over the years what used to be a term that was positive mm-hmm. networking and used to have a positive connotation has now went to dirt it's a burden it's a burden <laughs> now when you hear once upon a time i'd say 15 20 years ago networking was kind of thought to be a new term mm-hmm. it was something that it had prestige you when you heard about people networking you thought i'm in a room full of powerful people right. who have something to offer who have are all mutually interested in getting to the same place and they are forming alliances and about to do business with one another and this is gonna be some powerful shit networking was all about reciprocation that's what it used to mean right which we'll get into yeah but what happened along the way is that the term networking has been corrupted by people who don't really get it and now it has like a bad connotation almost like sales and marketing right because now when people say, man, one of the biggest complaints amongst independent artists is I don't want to sell myself. I hate selling. Mm-hmm. I ain't no salesman, dog. I make art. Right. Right. I think that's because there's also this bad connotation that comes along with sales, mm-hmm. just as there is with networking now. And it's the fault of the people who have come in and corrupted it and ruined it for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And Although that's bad, what I think it has done is it opened the, the door for us to look at networking differently. Right. Because the networking that people do now that they think is effective is not effective. Nowhere near. And they don't know that until we start having these conversations about, well, why do certain things work for some people but not work for others? Mm-hmm. Relationships. Mm-hmm. It's not strictly about knowing someone, meeting someone, right. having someone's number in your phone even. All right. It's about what is your relationship with them and how does that impact the business you do and the opportunities that are given to you? Exactly. Relationship always beats networking. And so, but to make the distinction, 
between the two, we're going to talk about the differences today. Word. But we want to make that very clear. Like, why is this conversation necessary? Because some people get it. And for those of you who get it, this podcast may hit on some things that are familiar. But for those of you who don't get it or maybe thought about it, this is going to sound very obvious to you once we pointed out the differences. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to start from the top. Mm-hmm. The differences between networking and building a relationship, number one. This is an obvious one. You have their phone number. Yeah, phone number. Not just email address, not Twitter handle, how, not Facebook page. How many cards, <laughs> dog, business cards? Do I literally think I have about 400 to 500 business cards that I've been given on tour. Yeah, on tour. I, I usually have to clean out my wallet. Business cards. Yeah, business cards. It'll have all your day. wallet looking like George Costanza's, like the fat George Costanza <laughs> wallet. Straight up. And so uh we get these cards because these cards are given in a very almost rushed manner in mm-hmm. most instances. Hey man, I do such and such. Here's my card. Boom. Yeah. I've been given cards that don't even describe what people do. Right. Just got their name and phone name number on it. on it. Or name and email address or name and website. Right. After it's over I don't remember what this car was for, what the conversation was about, or why I should put that contact information in anything else, because there was no relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that relationships are formed immediately, right? right? It takes time. But what we have now is that you have people giving you a card, here's my email, here's this, but the point in which you can start a meaningful relationship, in my opinion, with someone you want to do business with is a point in which you exchange phone numbers. Mm-hmm. In this era where everybody's got Facebook, Twitter, as you realize, we got direct messaging, mm-hmm. which people hit us up whether we ask them to or not. Right. Uh, hey, I got beats for you. Hey, I got this for you. Yeah. I got this show for you. I got whatever opportunity they think they have for you. People are bombard- bombarding you through impersonal means because they don't have the means to do it personally. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer that, I mean, that's no different than cold calling. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It, right. Like it's not to say that cold calling never works. Right. It's just that the, the instances where it works are so few and far between and less impactful as when you call someone who's familiar with your product, right. familiar with what you do, familiar with what you want and they want it already. Right. Like that's when you win. But when you're talking to somebody, hey, who's this? Hey, this is such and such with such and such company. Okay, why are you calling me? Well, I'm calling you, sir, because we got this great offer and this offer is amazing. It's gonna change your fucking so life. So cold. Yeah, it's cold. They're like, yo, I feel uh, violated. Yeah, I feel my used. phone. I didn't give you my phone number. <laughs> right, that's right. The fir- How did you get Who my number? Are you? Who are you? How did you get my number? That's the first two questions, right? Yeah. So so what I'm saying now is, is for those of you who, who have been taught that networking is about running up on somebody and giving them the card, making sure they know who you are and, and kind of piecing out. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that you are stopping short of your goal. Yeah. Networking, the goal is 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 not just to network, rub elbows. No, you should be making meaningful connections with people who have a similar interest. Right. And when you have that, you will have their number in your phone. When people have something that they can bring to the table that I want or I'm interested in, they don't even have to ask me for my number. All right. Hey man, let me give you my number so you can call, so you can email, me, so you can yeah. text me, so you can call me about that. Let's let's chop it about that later. Mm-hmm. A word? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, friend, I got blah blah blah. Really? You do that? Okay. I'm gonna have to get at you, bro. Right. Let me give you my number. Mm-hmm. Right. The people who who don't get off for my number, chances are. I haven't built a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's more like they came and went and I thought I didn't remember. Them. Yeah. It wasn't worth remembering. Yeah. It wasn't worth the time. Yeah. So and if you look in your phone and if I looked at my phone, everybody in there is in there for a reason. Yeah. For the most part. For the most part. There's a couple yeah. people who snuck in there on the low. <laughs> right. Right. You know what right, I mean? right. Right. They snuck in after the doors was closing. <laughs> Right, right. Like to the amusement park when it was closed for the summer. Right. But come on. But overall, those people have a reason to be in there. Mm-hmm. And we've had at least one correspondence with them. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Even when we got their number. And and that to me is a key indicator of how you are going about building relationships and handling business in your industry. Are you the guy who leaves something with a dozen business cards? Mm-hmm. Or are you the person who leaves with one or two phone numbers in your phone that can immediately impact what you're trying to do yeah because it's not about a long-term thing like 
there's been times at shows where we meet people and they let you know what they do when you kind of hit it off and you have a conversation with them throughout the night. And by the end of the night, it's like, OK, let me give you let me give you my number or let me get your number. Perfect. Exactly. So, we, you know, because it's not it's not like I got to know you for two years. No. You know what I'm saying? Like I could have no. just met you that night. But if the conversation and you present yourself in a way that works in favor of where we both can, you know, um, you know, get something out of the situation, then most likely we're going to exchange numbers and we're going to, you know, we're going to correspond at least once or twice to see if what we were talking about can actually happen. Totally. Totally. And I will take your card anytime. Yeah. But the number is a, it is just an indicator of a deeper connection. Yeah. It's a, a personal thing. Interest. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I like to believe that those are the ones that make the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've gotten people send me opportunities and weird shit all the time some shit i take some i don't i have certain friends i've met that i tapped it up with at shows and i forgot i even got their number right until they text me a year later right. six months later print i got blah 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 for you i remember that conversation we had mm-hmm. and i got xyz and i'm like oh snap yeah i forgot all about that i forgot all about that I appreciate yep. you bro i'm glad i gave you my number Th- that to me is a- an example of building a relationship versus someone just giving you their card you say, okay, I'll put this in my phone later mm-hmm. or I'll save this in my whatever. You got a, a desktop app that tracks all this stuff later. I think that the phone, because we're bombarded so many other places, is starting to take a higher significance. Mm-hmm. And it, it it's a better indicator of what your relationships are. Yeah, straight up. So that's number one. Uh, number two, which is uh, something that you spoke about off air. Mm-hmm. And it's a result of number one, the difference between building a relationship and networking is that when you're building a relationship, you don't have to do it multiple times. Mm -hmm. There have been people that I have met. (laughs) I can't even remember how many times, but every time I meet them, they have to reintroduce themselves or remind you, remind me of the other times I met the other 10 times, 10 times that we've met. And I still don't know what they do. Have no clue. I don't know what they do, what they want, how I know you. I don't don't remember where we met. No impression was made. (laughs) Nothing. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, all right, good to meet you again. Mm -hmm. And, it was okay when I was drinking, but I'm sober and I remember people very clearly now. Yeah. You know, and so now the question is, okay, why are you having to reintroduce yourself to someone multiple times? Yeah. Doesn't that doesn't that feel like shit? You don't feel great when you have to say, hey man, by the way, I met you here, 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 and here I am again. And Yeah, I gave you my card. The first six times. Right. Right. And here we are again. To me. If you're having to reintroduce yourself multiple times, mm-hmm. then you have been networking and not building a relationship. Yeah. Because at some point in one of those exchanges, something should happen to deepen the conversation, to, to and, and extend the conversation to a point to where that person will remember you, mm-hmm. where they will remember what you're talking about. And sometimes that conversation will have absolutely nothing to do with your common business interests. All right. It can be something completely different. It could be about your children. Mm-hmm. It could be about sports. It could be about pop, whatever it is. You have to understand that the more you give them to remember you by, the mm-hmm. easier they're going to do it. Yeah. You can't just sit around and say, oh, man, they don't remember because they're just stuck up. Actually, there's people I know who have like photographic memories. Oh, yeah. Like a like a like a Merce or something like that. Like Merce will remember people and conversations and shit. I'm amazed by it. him and Ali. Mm-hmm. These dudes don't even write rhymes anymore. Mm-hmm. Like they literally remember so many intricate details about meeting people where they met them. I'm getting better at it. But a lot of that has to do with as us. We have to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. We can't just say people don't remember us. And that's all their fault. We have to take some sense of ownership. You gotta make yourself memorable. Right. Make yourself memorable. Make an impression. Say something funny. Say something cool. Say something different. Mm -hmm. Be yourself. Really, that's all you have to do. Right. If you're just yourself, then you will automatically stand out from all these people who are are seeking to blend in by saying the same shit that they think that person wants to hear. Yeah, it's crazy because if you think about networking in the past was relationship building when people did networking you know 15 20 years ago 
they got into a room and they met each other. They had conversations. They talked about what they were doing in their lives. They talked about their families. Most of the time, everything was an introduction to who they were as a person. And then it led to, okay, so you're here at this convention about so-and-so. So obviously you're involved in this industry yes. what exactly do you do and it made and it made you want to ask them because you got to know them a little bit right that's what networking used to be now it's nowhere near that anymore no, no. And, and another place i would add to that another example to add on is the the golf course right how many times do people talk about the biggest business deals yeah. are executed on a golf course and yeah. negotiated over you know 18 holes or whatever it is right. it's like wait a minute it, it does that speak to people networking or are they forming relationships doing something else? Right. Because they're there and they have this common interest. Now they have a natural platform to talk about who are you? What do you do? You're mm-hmm. a cool guy. Let's let's let we've got to have some way to do business together because you're cool out here. Right. If you need anything from me, let me know. Right. You know, and I think that that really speaks to what it should be. Right. Mm-hmm. Because now I think you and I can both attest that that's not what networking is at all i'm always leery of those networking you know opportunities (laughs) you know when there's events like it's a networking networking event industry moguls yeah like no bruh come network with no bruh because it's not it's not (laughs) i need a few people in a room and time with them in order to even see if I even want to want to do anything. If there's, yeah, you don't even know what these who these people are. No clue. We don't know. No clue. We don't know. You know. Networking event. Nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. That that's the realest one. Where you're just like, man, I'm gonna sit this one out. Yeah, like I'm. Mm. And, and it's bad in the music industry because they always hit you with the. And there will be A and R's there. Right. So and so will be in the house. Uh, you know. Come network with industry insiders. It's yeah. Like, nah. These people can't do shit for you. Nah. They're just they selling just tell you, you stories. Yeah. They're telling you, and they're not going to help you. Right. Like they will never share any of this stuff that we've even said on this podcast with you. Right. They're just going to. They get paid to be there. They're going to take that check. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to be like, all right, cool. Yeah, good to meet y'all, man. I'm out. They're going to take that check. And then after the thing is over, they're going to call somebody they got a relationship <laughs> with and tell them how funny it was and how much money they made. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's the real. That's the yeah. real shit right there. All facts. All facts. <laughs> so that was number two. But yeah, number two is that if it's if you're building a relationship, you should not have to do it multiple times. Right. Right. If you're if you're networking, then you will likely have to reintroduce yourself to these people multiple times because they won't remember you all right number three and this is one that you know we practice this we've had to learn this the hard way but the number three difference between networking and building a relationship is that you approach it as a relationship first and a business second the business comes right there have been times when I've been, I'll give you an example. I used to go to, let's say, Cara Bar. There's a bar in Columbus called Cara Bar. Mm-hmm. Me and maybe only one or two of my friends were, at one point, were like the only hip-hop guys going there. It was a bar that opened up originally was like all rock, right? Mm-hmm. So like the indie rock people were going there, but the hip-hop people didn't even know about this spot. It was on my way home. We mm. had so what Wednesday, so I would stop by somehow. Me and and I would drink there because I didn't want to kick it at all the bars. I was at where everybody knew me. I was like, right. oh, man, let me go over here. No one yeah. even knows me here. This right. is kind of fresh. So I'll go there, and it was a whole different scene. Through that, I became cool with the owner. Me and the owner just start kicking it. He didn't know who the fuck I was at first. Then eventually, he was like, oh shit, Blueprint's coming in here four or five times a week drinking, and we didn't even know. And uh, this is dope. So eventually he's like, I'm seeing every day as I'm talking to him, bands are coming in begging to play at this bar. Mm-hmm. Every day. People are people are coming in, yo, I want to play, yo, it's free, yo, because the shows were free. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted to play there yeah. because it you would get better turnouts and you would have guaranteed money. But I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Because, so I'm there kicking it. To me, I'm not thinking about playing shows yeah nothing you there to relax i'm there to relax it's it's to it's a place to escape from the business thank you yeah but what happened was because my attitude was that i come here to relax and not be on the business all of a sudden 
the people who were fighting and begging for shows start looking crazy to the owner and the person who me who's just sitting there like yeah nah i don't even i don't even want to talk about any of that shit i just want to kick it all of a sudden he's like print I, I, when are you gonna play here right. are you gonna play here yo man why don't you play here you're here three night four nights a week why aren't you playing here me and him had known each other for well over a year mm-hmm. and were friends by the time i played a show there and it was still a spot that no hip-hop people had played mm-hmm. you know and so and then eventually you know other cats we knew start playing there but my point is this i was never focused on the business mm-hmm. if i would have walked in there off the street and said yo this is a dope venue all your shows is free yo who's the owner you the owner what up man my name is blueprint i do xyz right yo what i gotta do to get on the stage can mm-hmm. i book a date let me see what, what you got on the schedule you have hey let's let's do some business right it would not have went like that i would not have been given you know because we could basically get any date we wanted to when we started you oh, know, we, yeah. did, we did like the greenhouse uh the first electric purgatory yep. thing there yeah Packed, mm-hmm. right? We did we did multiple events there. All of them were great, um, but a, a lot of that had to do with the fact that we came in building relationships. Yeah. And even as he was asking me to do shows, there was definitely a period, many many months, where I was like, "No, I'm good, man. Me and you are friends. Right? We don't need to do business together. Right? I'm I, not trying to taint my chill spot. Right? Yeah. I will still be your guy if I never play here." Let's just kick it. Let's just, whatever we do, that's cool. We don't have to take the business and make that the priority. All right. Even though I'm sitting here with this guy who all these other bands would love to have a conversation like that with. Right. But they couldn't, but because they came in and they stressed uh business first. Mm-hmm. And when you go to networking events, my biggest issue, like you're talking about, why you don't like to go to those events, is because everyone in there is thinking business first right they're not thinking okay i'm in a room full of highly driven ambitious people some of these people are going to be good people mm-hmm. that who may even inspire me so why not just have some conversations yeah let me get some jewels yeah you know what i'm saying let me and let me learn. Uh, just let some me, life jewels yeah let me listen yeah let me listen to some conversations yeah. and see what's going on see how they got where they at right ask questions right mm-hmm. people aren't thinking about that they're thinking business what can he do for me? Right, business. Like, yeah. that, and so, and that taints how you interact with people. Yeah. And, and the worst part about putting business first is that we kid ourselves into thinking that the people we're talking to don't see that. Right. Yeah, because it can mess up how they view you. If you come off like that, if that's all you care about, then that's how they're going to treat you. If you come off like you're a normal person, just trying to have a conversation, just trying to chill, just trying to relax, like you pointed out in your you know, your example, then you have a better chance of getting a better business opportunity than if you would just come in with that as the first thing on the, on the menu. Right. Right. And, and, and it's like, it's very much like dating. Yeah. You know, like guys, for some reason, they think women are dumber than them. They're just like, yo, because you can tell a guy doesn't think a woman is smart by how they come at certain women, right? Because yeah. if you're coming off like, yo, when you gonna let me hit that? Right. You know First thing you say. Never. Knock on her toe. <laughs> hey, hey you, you trying to let me hit that or what? Yeah, you try to go, oh, you hey, try to, go to the crib. My name's Al. Yeah, anyway, uh, we fucking or what? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Right. That shit does not fucking work. I mean, it might work one out of a thousand times yeah, and only for and a very select few guys. Right. But in general, that approach is awful. Mm-hmm. And I think we all could say that even the guys who were players and get the most women will tell you that's not how you do things. Nah. But yet here we are approaching our business like that. Yeah. We treat our business like a fucking booty call. Right. <laughs> right. You coming over or what? Or what? <laughs> are hey, we going to do this? We going to do this or what? <laughs> The first thing you say, right. you're not talking about anything, but hey, uh, TikTok, you know what I'm saying? Can, can you, uh, I got work tomorrow. I got work tomorrow. Can you make, hey, you leaving? Them, hey, look, time's time's wasting. You know what I'm saying? Let's do this. Right. And uh, people come at me like that. And I can definitely say, I don't like it. Nah. I've done so much business with my friends. and But a lot of it is just stuff that is not forced. You mm-hmm. know, we and when someone is really your friend and you have a relationship with them, even if you don't talk to that person on the phone like that. You respect them enough to not put business in a position to ruin your relationship. Yeah, there's mo- there's a lot of people that I mess with. I might not talk to them for a year. Yeah, I might not talk to them for a few months or something. But 
since we have built a relationship, if I hit them up like, yo, what you been because a lot of my people that I've met that I've done business with, even every now and then I'll hit them up like, yo, what you been up to? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If they if I know they got kids, Father's Day, I'm hitting them with a Father's Day text. You know what I'm saying? Like things like that, like just stuff like that happens in relationships. Yeah. It's not just some business person that you know happened to do an album cover for me you know eight years ago or something you know what i'm saying that I, I haven't built anything with you know it's it's a very different it's a very different thing all facts man so that's number three yeah okay we'll take a break over the last several months as the podcast has been growing people have been asking how they can support the super duty tough work podcast well Here's three simple ways to support the podcast. Number one, spread the word. This is the easiest and most effective way to support the podcast. In fact, it's free and doesn't cost you a thing. So there's no reason not to do it. If you're listening to us and like what we do, please take a couple of seconds and share the podcast on your social media pages. So whether you have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's highly likely that you've got some friends who share similar interests and tastes and would dig the podcast too. That helps bring more listeners to the podcast and it helps us grow. The second way you can help support Super Duty Tough Work is to comment and rate. Now, if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, give your boys that five-star rating. We need that. The more five-star ratings and comments we have, the higher our show ranks and the easier it becomes for people to find it. If you're on SoundCloud, there's a heart icon next to each episode on the left side. That's the like button. Hit that like button while you're listening. Also, add a comment while you're listening and join the discussion. All feedback is welcome. The third way you can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, the most valuable podcast on planet Earth, is to support our music. As you know, Illogic and I are artists. We both put out albums. Illogic makes albums. Buy his albums. I make albums and books. Anytime you support our music, you are supporting the making of the show. You can find my music, books, and t-shirts at waitlist.net. That's the word weightless.net. Go there, pick up something, and know that what you spent your money on is an investment back into creative projects like Super Duty Tough Work. In fact, I have a sale going on right now where you can get all three of my books for just $25. I'll even sign the books for you if you request it in your order form. So, there you have it. That's three separate ways you can support the podcast. The first two cost you nothing. We thank you for your support already. Back to the show. Right, like I was thinking about it today, like if I was outside and let's say it's spring, I I rev up the the lawnmower and you know, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody sees me, oh man, my grass is getting out of control. Hey man, you need your grass cut? Cool, how much is it? 25 all right cool let's do it they cut my grass cool thank you i pay them they leave all right that was they networked their way into yeah that's that. a bu- that's a business transaction transaction right yeah. there was no relationship though all right imagine if during that time they would have said oh thank what's your name oh cool uh, mr shepherd good to meet you hey i'm out here probably every once a week let me make sure that you've got my can i give you my phone number so that if you don't get your lawnmower fixed uh yeah whenever you need a cut whenever you need a cut i can get you oh while i was cutting your backyard i noticed you had some some you know some branches piled up back there i don't personally do that Mm -hmm. but i know someone else with a trailer who does and i can talk to them about coming to pick these up if you let me know that you you need that i'll have them come over today or tomorrow Mm -hmm. uh uh, just let me know no pressure um and then also i noticed your gutters were stopped up on the left side um i don't have my ladder with me but if you have a ladder i'm willing to come back and help you obviously you know i cut grass but there's other things i noticed that you might need help with Mm -hmm. and i'm willing to help you however you may need it just need it just let me know you've got my number now and uh pleasure to meet you right 
Imagine the difference between that. Very different. Right? Imagine that. Because he's getting the phone call. <laughs> <laughs> he will be getting the phone call when my grass start getting high. Right. In case I don't feel like cutting it. Just because. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, because he came at me right. Right. Imagine the same guy checks in with you in a week or so. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mr. Jeff, just want to check in and make sure everything was cool. Yeah, you did know, you get them gutters taken care of? taken care of. Yep. Hey, I was just talking to a guy who cuts branches, and I was telling that I... You know, I saw something in your backyard that might need picked up. I want to check with you because I think he might be in your area today. Let me know. And I'll put you guys in contact. Yo, he will get a phone call. (laughs) (laughs) Even if you even if everything is taken care of, he will get a a response saying like, yo, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? And next time I need blah, blah, blah. I will definitely be hitting you up. Nobody else will ever cut my grass again. (laughs) (laughs) You are my guy. You are my guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. It's like those are the things that people miss when they think about networking. Mm-hmm. They don't think about they're thinking about themselves. They're thinking the most important thing is twenty five dollars to cut this grass mm-hmm. right now. This transaction. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking, OK, what can I actually offer you in terms of value? Mm-hmm. That would make you trust me enough to form a long term business relationship with mm-hmm. to where I'm just offering assistance at anything. I'll give another example. When I meet an artist I like, one of the things that I will tell them, like if I really like their shit is whatever you need from me. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Straight up. Rhymes, beats, mm-hmm. whatever. The advice. Fuck. Advice. Yeah. You let me know. Yep. I am down to help. Mm-hmm. However, n- no strings attached. Right. Because I want to see that person win. Right. What you see sometimes is that. Uh, and the thing about it is like sometimes people don't even know how to take that. Right. Because they. it's funny because I, I've had a few of those situations. Like what? And it's like they'll hit me up. Like it'll be like maybe three, four, you know, six months later. Yeah. Like, yo, um. And you can tell in the in the in the email like they kind of timid like they don't really know how to approach it. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you, just, well, you had I said, think you, uh, I think when you when we met, you said that you, you know just might. to hit you up if I need anything, yeah. and I just I just wanted to make sure, right? <laughs> you know, like it's it's great, it's great, but it's real though. It's real. I met a I met an artist at this uh, the last festival I played outside of L.A. I, think, I can't remember the name of the city it was like maybe in October, mm-hmm. and I'd never heard of him. But I, he had played with us at some point. So I, I, I kind of like, but when I saw him, I did not remember that I, we had played with us eight, nine, 10 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Younger cat. I just remembered seeing him on stage that day. I was sitting on merch and I saw him rhyming. I was like, he's dope. Mm-hmm. Later on that evening, he's like, yeah, man, Print, I, I met you seven, eight years ago, whatever. You and the Logic was out here. We opened up for you in somewhere else in the Bay. It was a completely different city. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, you're fucking dope. If you need anything, let me know. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, no. He was like, print. What? No, he said, print. What? I, what I got to do to get a beat from you? I said, you ain't got to do shit. <laughs> Just give me your Email shit. Email me. Yeah. And you got it. And I'll. And I. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. That's it. Two days later, I sent him a beat. I, it was tracked out. Everything. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because that person was. He 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 showed that he was dope. Mm-hmm. Didn't ask me for shit. Mm-hmm. He was nice when he when he introduced himself. He was a fan, and he was like he was fucking awesome. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, man, this is a person that I could have a dope working relationship with if he needs anything with me. There's no shame, and I would be proud to work with somebody like that." Right. I think that's what, that's the difference between building a relationship and networking. Mm-hmm. When you're networking, it's about he was said, you know, "Hey, print man." Uh, you know, I play with you black and blah, 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 man. Uh, I heard you sell some beats. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, let's talk prices, dog. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, hey, man, you know what I mean? I got to get paid off everything I sell, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and, and sometimes that shit gets in the way mm-hmm. of forming relationships. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think our, our need, our thirstiness mm-hmm. to always think about what can they do for me? What can they do for me? How can I get a logic on my record? How can I get? How can I get? How can I get? Yeah. How can I get blueprint? How can I get? How can, ooh, I just never did. Ooh, man, just give, just give me a chance. Let me just rap. Let me just rap for you real quick. It's like that thirstiness turns people off in a way that uh, people don't understand. The shit that I hate the most that, you know, it's kind of a derivative of this is that when we as, you know, who we are want to build a relationship, 
with someone and they don't understand how to interact with you and all they know is networking. Yeah. Because I've had those situations where I've seen people and I've, I've given them that like anything you need from me, you know, and they kind of either ignore me yeah. or, you know, the next time they hit you up is very cold. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To where it's like, oh, they just remember that you can do something for them instead of, you know, trying to cultivate the relationship that was already initiated in the first place. Right. And that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah. And, you know, it's tricky out there, man, because I would say, you know, part of it is like you're saying, we have a culture of telling people, especially creators and artists that like, yo, you got to go to places where the big wigs are at. Mm -hmm. You got to, you know, shake hands, kiss babies and you got to network to get on. Yeah, you gotta get put on, and you gotta be in front of this person. It's like, yo, man, this is creating an unhealthy uh, approach to meeting people. Right. People are, are the, the dialogue that you create when you want something from somebody is so much different when you don't care. Yeah, like when you don't care and you're just there eating the fucking snacks, hanging out by the fucking hors d'oeuvres and shit, not caring who's there. That's when you win. Yeah. Like, remember the movie Office Space? Yeah. The point where he was trying to get, when he stopped giving a fuck, that's when he got promoted. They yeah. were like, we like you. You're a straight shooter. <laughs> exactly. You know? He yeah. was just, they were like, what do you think of the company? He was like, well, this is the problem. This is the problem. He just did not give a shit. Yeah. He wasn't trying to kiss their ass. He didn't care that they could fire him. Mm -hmm. He wasn't looking for an opportunity. He was just there. Mm -hmm. Like, hey. Being him. Being himself. And that resonates with people way more than putting your needs first yeah straight up so yeah that's number four yeah all right number five and this is one you kind of alluded to earlier and the number five difference between networking and building a relationship is that building a relationship is long term mm -hmm. not short term yeah we've, we've alluded to this earlier when you're looking at someone as what they can do for you, mm -hmm. you look at it as a transactional relationship. Right. And it's barely a relationship. It's a transaction. Mm -hmm. you, you give them something, you, you, you know, it, that's it. Or you ask them what they can do for you, you give them a card, you step off, you go your own way, and then you hope that through some course of strange events, mm -hmm. th another opportunity will present itself and they'll reach out to you and it'll and and it will have worked, but the truth is that it doesn't really work like that. Like, yeah. like people, I got an email. I wish I had this email. It's probably on my on my thing. I can't remember if I told you about it. I got it. I showed detox. It was this dude who texted me. He sent me a, a email. He was on Instagram, and for about four or five posts in a row, he was like, "Print man, I got to talk to you, man. Print, I need to talk to you. Print man, please, man. I, I really want to talk to you, man." And I was just like. This is weird that someone is on every different post that I've posted. If I posted five things that week, he was on every post saying how badly he needed to talk to me, how important it was, right? Okay. And I was like, email me. What's up? He emails me and he's like, Brent, you know, uh, yeah, I just wanted to reach out, man, because I'm really trying to get on Rhyme Sayers and I need you to tell me how to get on and how to get signed. Nope. <laughs> that's no 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 <laughs> no no that that's not it that's not it <laughs> that's not it at all that's nowhere near it i, I didn't even i just read this i just was like <sighs> i know you probably didn't even respond i or, did not respond well you know what i did respond this is where it gets funny mm -hmm. i responded and he was like you know i'm just you know you ain't just, even on rhyme sayers no more but Let's, I mean, okay. <laughs> but you have relationships. Go ahead. There you go. That's what I'm getting at here. That's what I'm getting uh, at here. So I, I, he, I was like, look, man, if you want to get signed at any label, you know, Rhyme Sayers is not any different than any label. It's all the same. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I said, but I'm saying, well, they're different, but the process of getting signed is different. I said, but um, have you listened to our podcast? Mm -hmm. And he was like, nah, I don't have time to listen. To oh, that. yeah. You told me about this. Just tell me the details of how to get on. And that's when I was like, 
I'm not responding to this guy anymore. Because it goes to show you that, like, the average person is like that. Mm -hmm. This this is it's sad to admit. I hate to say this because it makes me sound like a motherfucking. I don't know, man. Just like a disgruntled, jaded person. I'm not jaded. Nah, people are always looking for the least path of resistance. Like, he, he wanted a short-term solution mm-hmm. to a long-term problem. Yeah. You know, and it's, you know, it's like, yo, you know, I'm, I'm like 31, 32. I'm just wondering if it's too late. I really just want to get on rhyme stairs and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, yo, we've talked about all these topics. All of it. How to put music out yourself. How to get signed. Are the difference between. Yeah. age thing. All of it. We talked about all of this shit. And this man who refused to spend an hour mm-hmm. to even say, he couldn't even lie and say, yo, I listen every week. <laughs> he couldn't even make himself lie to try to get further. These are the people who want the short term payoff. And to him, he was networking. Mm-hmm. Right. He finally emailed me. I finally responded. And then because I didn't respond, he probably thinks I'm a jerk after that Yeah. because I didn't plug him in with people who I have a relationship with. Who are your friends? Right. Like really friends. My friends. Like I just talked to Sadiq yesterday for like an hour. Like friends. Yes. Yeah. Slug was it? We just saw Slug what, yeah. two weeks ago. Alex yeah. was here. Dibs, like and all those guys. We just hung out with them. Right. We didn't play a show together. No. We didn't record music together. Nope. We didn't talk about anything, but just like, man, how you doing? Just kicked it, man. Yeah, first question out of Slug's mouth was, how the kids doing? You know what I mean? Like, it was no, it was just, those are friends. Friends. And what I, what people, people who've listened to this podcast have heard me explain that, look, the relationships that allowed me to become an artist on Rhyme Stairs or or to release street records on Def Jux and all these things Mm -hmm. were the same relationships that we cultivated back here in Columbus. Oh, yeah. And Cincinnati was like, Oh, they came through. We played a show with them. We we met them. We hung out. We talked. We formed relations. Hey, man, cool. Next time they come through, oh, man, here's our number, man. Give me a call, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, because we got a relationship with the promoter. Mm-hmm. We got a relationship with them. Hey, man, we coming through, man. Can Hey, what's up with Greenhouse and Logic? Can they play on this show? Yep. Cool. Now, next thing you know, we're getting on shows with them. Now, because we're all friends, we're all in this network of ex- exchanging music. Yeah. It's it, reciprocal. It's reciprocal, right? Like, it, But it's not somebody approaching you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cold calling. There's <laughs> yeah. no shortcuts is what right. I'm trying to tell you. I'm not saying that you can't blow up overnight in this industry. You certainly can. Mm-hmm. But you cannot form real relationships overnight. When did you put out the first project with Rhyme Series? 2002. We met them in 97, 98? 98, I think. 98, 99. So, like, that's a four-year building of relationship yeah. to even get to the point where that opportunity was there right you know what i mean me going on tour with idea same thing like we had built those relationships to a point where his first solo album he hit me up yep to go on the road yeah on my first tour yeah you know and he hit me up to hit you up (laughs) okay yeah he was like hey print man i'm thinking about asking logic you got any plans for him this fall man would you guys mind if i said hell yeah you can take that man on tour (laughs) hell yeah mikey yeah, yeah you better that's my guy this is great yes yeah. please yeah <laughs> so i mean but that's but all of that was because we had relationships yes we had built we had took time to build up relationships and actually we actually cared about each other long term long term stuff it was not a quick smash and grab yeah and, like and we've known each other for over 20 years now yes yes like literally 20 years 20 years and and so when someone comes up to you and they ask you well how do i you know, create a microwave version of this thing that you just cultivated over all these years. You're like, yo, that shit doesn't really work like that. No, it doesn't. And to them, they they take it as you're hating or you don't want them to get on. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, yo, that's just not how the industry works in my experience. Yeah, that's not how we work. That's not how we work. Like maybe there are segments of the of the music industry, and I won't deny that. Mm-hmm. Maybe at the highest major label levels, yeah. that's what it's about. But even then. I'm willing to bet that the people who are doing things for people are the people who have the the best relationships in the industry. Oh, hell yeah. It's like, yeah, you're talented. So what? Who's vouching for you? Yeah. Who's going to bring your music to me that I trust? Yeah, exactly. That's what all of it is. I mean, good music is a bunch of friends for the most part. 
Facts. Most of these, most of these smaller, you know, most of these labels that are under the bigger labels are groups of friends. The Jamla crew, they're yeah. all. Gr- there's a group of friends. Yeah. They have relationships with each other. Yeah, yep. TDTE. That's a group of friends. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like all of them, everybody, Rhyme Stairs, all of that started from a group of friends. You know what I mean? It's yep. not. It's not like people just. You know, it's not like these boy band, you know, configurations where they just pull people from all these other spots yeah. and just throw them together like that stuff. A lot of that. That's why it was so short lived. A lot of these boy bands didn't last because it was a short term solution for a long term situation. Right. That, that didn't work out. Right. Right. And, and, and looking at it long term means that whatever it is that you need or do, you need to understand that maybe the best thing to do to cultivate that relationship is not to pitch it right then and there. Exactly. Not to not to go hard at it right then and there with the with the hard sell. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's worth to say, you know what? Because I tell you one thing that looks good is when someone someone meets you and they find out later what you do. Yeah. And they're like, man, he does that. Oh, she I, does. She does what? And she didn't even tell me she right. was dope like that. Right. And we talked for thirty minutes. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that is the shit that really hits you. Like you know what? This person met me. They didn't even mention how what they had, what they could do. They were just kicking it. Yeah. That makes you respect them more. Then next time you see them, you're like, yo, man. Why'd you tell me mm-hmm. you were doing X, Y, Z at, at X, Y, Z level? That's dope. Right. Yeah, of course we can do some business now if you want to. It's up to you though, because you ain't tripping. I ain't tripping. Right, 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 right. That's the shit. That's that is building a relationship. Yeah, networking is when you feel the pressure. <laughs> yeah, yo, I'm in the room with him. I gotta go for mine right now. Yeah, you know, and uh, it just really works against what we're trying to build. And so that's number five. It is okay. We'll take a break. All right. To all the listeners of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, this is Blueprint here to announce that I have a brand new album titled Two-Headed Monster that will be available on May 22nd, 2018 on Weightless Recordings. The album is produced entirely by yours truly and features guest appearances from a few people that I've wanted to collaborate with for a long time, like Slug of Atmosphere, AC Alone, Mr. Liff, Wordsworth, Superstition, and High Slow. Two-Headed Monster will be the first full-length album that I've released since we've been doing this podcast. So to everybody that listens to us every week and is inspired by or helped by what we do here, I'm asking you to support me and this podcast by pre-ordering your copy of the project right now on waitlist.net. As I like to say, Spread the word about good music socially and support good music financially. As usual, we've got a few different pre-order packages for you to choose from. Whether that's the regular CD version or the deluxe CD package, the regular LP or the deluxe LP package, the regular MP3 or the deluxe MP3 package, or the t-shirt package that comes with a t-shirt and a blueprint lapel pin, something we've never done before, with either the deluxe CD or the vinyl package. Whatever format you need, we got you covered. And just so you know, there will only be 500 copies of the vinyl available and it will be clear vinyl this time. We've done red, we've done orange, we've done blue, and now we're doing clear vinyl. So don't sleep. All pre-orders will ship out to arrive on May 22nd, which is well in advance of the official release date. So, if you're listening to this, head over to waitlist.net right now and order your copy. I'm really proud of this record and 100% confident that you're going to dig it too. To recap, my new solo album, Two-Headed Monster, will be out May 22nd on Waitlist Recordings and is pre-ordering right now on waitlist.net. Now back to the show. Alright man, last two joints. Last two. Last two joints, you know, we're talking about the difference between networking and relationship building and, uh, you know, death to networking. <laughs> <laughs> death to the current yeah, the idea of networking. Idea, yeah, because it's really not that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about number six. Number six, this is one we kind of talked on earlier, but we're going to dive a little deeper into it. Number six difference between networking and building a relationship is 
that you bring something to the table and you ask for nothing in return. Yes. There are a majority of instances where people are quote unquote networking and their immediate thought is, what do I get out of this? Mm -hmm. What can I get? Why would I help you pass out flyers? Why would I help you promote your event? Mm -hmm. Why should I retweet Illogic's tweet? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I'm just trying to get him on my record, but I don't care about what he's got going on. Like, what can he do for me? That's one school of thought. The what can he do for me? School. But the, the sad part about that school right there is that they never think about what they can do to actually help you. Right. Right. So, like, we'll go back and we'll talk about, like, my guy, Nate. For example, I met Nate at So What Wednesdays, Uh, Nate, a.k.a. Lattimore Platts, right? (laughs) Now, at the time, we had the old waitlist website and we were trying to convert and all this shit. And Nate was a computer science guy like I was. Mm -hmm. He was on the message board. He didn't talk a lot, but he was when I met him. So he's like, look, man, you know, I saw you've been talking about trying to convert the site X, Y, Z. You know, I'm a comp side guy, too. Um, Do you guys need an intern to help with any of this stuff? He said, because I'm down to, to, you know, be webmaster or whatever to kind of help right. take some of the, the pressure off of you, you know. And this was like right after the shit happened with Jermaine. And I was just like not trusting motherfuckers. Like, yo, man, <laughs> yo. you're not about to rob me, dog. I ain't going to need too many passwords. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I was, but I, was, I was just like, yo, man. But I was like, sure, why not? As long as it's like something like that, that's simple. Right. Now me and Nate ended up becoming friends and homies and he, you know, he started helping me with all kind of random shit that he never even tried to do. So I mean, he would learn some shit, you know, shit with the camera. So lo and behold, a year or two later, mm-hmm. I find out that Nate does beats. <laughs> right, right. And then not only that, I find out that Nate's beats are actually dope. Right, right. And yeah. I'm like, yo, this guy is actually kind of dope. How has he not told me this shit? How was everyone else telling me that Nate got fired? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he hasn't told me, right? And so it, it, the moral of the story, I mean, long story short, because Nate put value first, mm-hmm. he, he came out first, like he brung something to the table. He had a, a tangible skill, mm-hmm. which was being able to, you know, to, to mess with the social media, to be able to do. He was a computer science guy, an IT guy. He could help that side. He never came out and said, how do I get on wait lists? Right. But by the end of his time there, we were ready to put out his right. record yeah right he did he an ep had, with zero yeah ep with zero we were gonna pass record but he went to medical school and didn't finish <laughs> it for five years right right but had he have finished it on time he would have been the the record the next record out after mm-hmm. that so it's like all of that from not asking for a record deal right and just being of service to something that you wanted to see succeed and that you were interested in legitimately helping and learning mm-hmm. this is the same thing that happens to people when they take internships a lot of interns make zero money. Yes. And you know what's crazy is like back in the day, that used to be rare. Now it's common for internships to not pay simply because the competition is so great mm-hmm. and the opportunity for experience is so low. We've talked about it on this with your IT thing. Like, yo, yeah. I got the, the the certification. I need the experience. Right. People are fighting so much for that experience. It's so competitive that like now internships are becoming free in a lot of instances where people know the power of just having that on their resume Mm -hmm. is worth more than the paycheck they would have got. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, uh, Having to compete for that position. Right. And so the point is that bringing something to the table increases your value. Mm -hmm. It increases how seriously people take you. When you start talking about whatever opportunity it is that you're ultimately looking for down the line or relationship you're trying to build, because obviously you see that person as a person of value. Mm-hmm. So so don't think of it in terms of like, oh, yeah, what can I take? Think of it in terms of what can I give, mm-hmm. you know, and don't come to the table with your handout. Right. Because there's stuff I was I'm willing to do for motherfuckers who are my guys. that I won't do for nobody else. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just because of my guys. Right. Right. And, and and they don't come around. And most of them don't ask me for shit. <laughs> right. That's right. why I really help my guys. Right, like, right. y'all don't be asking me for shit. Right. So when you do say print, man, uh, I got you, dog. <laughs> right. I right. got you, man, because you could be asking for all kind of other shit, but mm-hmm. you don't. So I'm down to help. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah. 
Word. That's number six. Number six. Okay, last one. Last one. Uh, the difference between networking and building a relationship. This is probably the most important one. Yeah, I think. This one? Yeah. Okay. I think I think so. <laughs> number seven is it reputation matters more than money. I, I think you got it. I don't think they I don't think they hurt. Yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's on. on. I don't know if it's He's on. on the back. You hear me? This thing on. Reputation matters more than money. <laughs> yeah. Man, man, man. That's look. so real. <laughs> but see, and that goes against the transactional view mm-hmm. that comes along with most networking. Mm-hmm. When it's transactional, it's about money. Mm-hmm. It's about I'll sell this thing to whoever, wherever, whenever, as long as I sell it. Yeah. But when it's about building a relationship, you start to become very picky about who you do business with. Yeah. Because it's not just about a transaction. It's about your reputation. Yeah. Straight up. Man, we've done business with some people who turned out to be very shysty. Yes. Some yes. who turned out to be great people. Great people. And uh, man, when you look back on it, sometimes there were signs, sometimes there were not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you hear about somebody like, like, damn, I wouldn't have thought that this guy was on that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, your reputation is the most important thing. How do you walk away from that situation? Yeah. You know, we talked earlier about, you know, the, the situation with Jermaine and still all that money from weightless and shit. And uh, when that happened, my first thing was, let me call every artist. Let me have the have a face to face talk with them. Mm-hmm. Let me show them these bank records so they can see. I mean, you weren't even talking at the time. I know. <laughs> I know. Hey, man. We have to talk. Yeah. I need you to come over and look at this. There's something really bad that's happened, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Because I care about my reta- reputation. Right. You know, I, I I value that more than anything else. Like, whether I did another record with you or not didn't mm-hmm. matter. Right. I just knew that, like, the right thing to do is to share as much as I know with all of y'all and we can figure this thing out. But I know that I personally was like, man, this is fucked up. Yeah. And what he did ruined his reputation that caused him, you know, a future in the business over money, Yeah, which which was far less than what he would have made had he stayed on the course he was on. Yeah. And I mean, and honestly, it damaged his reputation completely. He ain't been seen since. No, it destroyed it, destroyed everything about like, I mean, it's probably on site with him with a lot of people still. <laughs> Just in the scene, you know what I mean? Not even us necessarily. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but yeah, like you have to build relationships and not network for a lot of reasons. And just think about it, like the ratio of relationships that are fruitful versus networking opportunities that are fruitful is probably way out of sync. It's like you can probably meet out of every 10 people you network with you probably only need two of those. Mm-hmm. If you build a relationship with two of those people, th- something fruitful will come of it. Yeah. You can you can network, quote unquote, network with 10 people, business cards, hey, I do this, oh cool, good to meet you. I don't think 90% of that shit works. Mm-hmm. But you just need a couple people who really fuck with you and you will be extended opportunities that you didn't even think were out there. Yeah, it's very different when you're dealing with money and reputation. Because when you have reputation, that goes way further. You, the money will come. If your reputation is right and you're doing everything the way that you're supposed to, as far as building a relationship with people, with business people, you know, then all of that, all the extra stuff will come because they'll want to see you win. And you'll want to see them win. When things are reciprocal like that and you actually have a relationship, each, each person in the relationship will do everything they possibly can to make sure the other person is winning. That's a fact. But not when you're networking. Not when you're networking. Because they don't give a fuck. They're just like, <laughs> what can you give me? Right. What what can you do for me? Right. It's not what can we do for each other. Right. Or I actually you know, want to learn who you are so yeah. I can care yeah. enough to put my time in to make sure that you win. And then maybe, who knows, maybe I can find out what you do and maybe you can help me. Maybe you can't. Thank you. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. It's just something about being of service and helping other people that does something for your progress in life and that's part of your reputation yeah yeah i also want to i'll add on one little bonus joint that popped in my head while you're saying that about Mm -hmm. the difference between networking and uh 
building relationships as when you're building relationships, you're completely okay with passing that opportunity off to someone else. Hell yeah. But when you're networking, you get real selfish <laughs> yeah. about the people you meet, about, yep. you know what I mean? What you tell them. What you tell them. Yep. You're real selective with the info, mm-hmm. right? Whereas like, if I'm building a relationship, then I'm thinking it, I'm saying, okay, Illogic needs a, a, a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, yeah, I like my graphic designer, but he needs that. Right. I'm just gonna pass that contact off. I'm not gonna think, well, that's my graphic designer. Right. right. Or, or not. Like Logic needs a booking agent. I'm mm. not gonna think, well, hey man, look, man, me and my booking agent got a good thing going. I don't need you to fuck it up, so I ain't gonna say no. I'm thinking, hey man, you need a booking agent. Mm-hmm. I don't get anything out of that. Right. But I do it because it's a need of yours. Mm-hmm. When you're networking, you don't think in terms of that. No. Nah. You think in terms of, well, if it's not going to benefit me directly, then why waste the time doing it? Yeah. Or why why mess up my contact, possibly? Yes. Yeah. You know, why spread my contact too thin? Because what if he working on his shit and I need some graphic design work done? <laughs> right. And I got to stand in line. Because <laughs> I done gave up my contact. Yeah. He wasn't there when I was in the gym. Right. He wasn't there when we were shooting in the gym. <laughs> I can't let him take that contact like that. But yeah, that's that's one where, you know, I think it it definitely tests your the nature of your relationship. Yeah. You know, because I do that all the time where it's like, yo, man, you need this thing. Pass this thing over here. Yeah. It doesn't. It, it's not about me. Right. But, but that's because we've built relationships. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're networking, no one's going to pass that shit off because they see you as a threat. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it, man. That's good it for this week, man. Good so, one. Uh, good one. I'm going to read them back, man. The differences between networking and building relationships. Number one, you have their phone number. Number two, you don't have to do it multiple times. Number three, you approach it as relationship first and business second. Number four, you don't define it in terms of what they can do for you. Number five, it is long-term and not a short-term payoff. Number six, you bring something to the table but ask for nothing in return. Number seven, reputation matters more than money. And then number eight, the bonus joint was uh, that you are comfortable sharing those contacts with others word and that is the difference between networking and building a relationship you know death to networking you know more relationship building less networking in 2000 and grinding because mm. 2018 is about done right one more month of this year so you know uh I think that's it, man. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, Thanksgiving, man. Yeah. Save some turkey for your boy. If you see me in the streets, <laughs> hit me with a turkey leg. <laughs> hit me with a plate. Somebody save me a plate. Word. Make me a plate. Everybody out there cooking, man. You know what I'm saying? Let me know. I'll let you know. I'm going to Alabama, but you know, if I drive through your state, you know what I'm saying? Hit me with a plate. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right, right, y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. <laughs>